Hey! This show is recommended for folks 18 and older. It contains foul language and frank depictions of sex and sexuality. Thanks for tuning in to The Broads and the Bees. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to The Broads and the Bees. I'm Morgan Spatola. And I'm Joy Sass. And this week we're talking all about talking and <laughs> words and slang terms. So um, we're going to get into why we talk about things the way we do here on this show and then discuss some other sexy slang terms and uh, review a product as usual and pick a sex position. So let's get into it. So when we talk about, um, I guess, the way we talk and language and the language that we use, so you and I, Joy, both essentially more or less talk about sex professionally, right? Or have in some uh, uh, capacity. Yeah. So we, um, we talk about things in a certain way in order to make ourselves clear to the person that we're communicating with. And that's not to say that using slang specifically is not okay. I just find that using slang can muddy the waters. And so, um, yeah, I tend to not use slang. And I think that you'll find that when we do use slang terms on this show, they're very, very few and far between. Um, And when we do use them, we will... You know, if I if I drop a slang term, usually I'll stop and I'll define exactly what I'm saying so that the person that I'm speaking to, our audience or you, um, <laughs> knows exactly what I mean by what I'm saying. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, I, I, I love this topic because there are so many ways to describe certain things I think you and I both agreed when we started the podcast that we really wanted to kind of up the ante Mm -hmm. and like leave it in a place of if people want to speak that way, that's absolutely fine. But we are providing information Mm -hmm. and we need to provide it in a professional way, just like when we were working at, well, you you work there still, but when I was working at the shop, I did not go in and say, hey, your pee could really use this da 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 da. I said, this is something that can help the vagina do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That's a totally different thing. Yeah. And it also puts us in a place of like, not authority. I don't, cause I don't think that we're the authorities on sex, but I, it puts us in a professional realm as right. a, as a, and apart from a realm of just you and me just talking yeah. as humans. Yeah. But I think even when you and I just talk to each other, we are not using slang. But to, I think that's just cause we're in that habit. Yes, I don't think that think, that's just like, yeah. A normal thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a normal thing. It's like, some of my clitoris have done. You know, that's not a normal thing. I get it. Yeah. Um, right. But but yeah, I find that I find that using you know I try to stick to more clinical terms when mm-hmm. I talk about things and um and I I find that using the clinical terms for things um tends to provide more clarity to the situation, right? You know, if you're describing how, say, a C-ring works or something, you know, I have to say, like, the shaft of the penis, the frenulum, the scrotum, you know, and I'm not saying, like, oh, it goes around your dick and balls, you know, because then we're, I'm standing there with whoever I'm talking to, and now there's this weirdness, because it's like, okay, you're 
just now you're just making this weird like offhanded language i guess that that could lead to some uncomfortableness it could lead to some um you know some confusion and so i do really find that it, it provides like a sense of clarity i love how we converse i i love that we and i've made mistakes i i misgender yeah. i have said male and not specified exactly and not been very clear what I was speaking right, about. Right, it's not easy. And it's not easy, but I have to do it because it's right. It's for me. Anyone listening, if it's not the right thing for you to do, then own it. It's not the right thing for you to do, but I really want to educate and I want people to have great sex lives, so I have to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. That's part of, I feel like, my job mm-hmm. is to like, I can't, if I misgender someone or if I say something inappropriate... I want someone to call me on it because yeah. I want to meet people where they're at. I don't want people to meet me where I'm at. If I'm supposed to be an expert on something or at least have a level of understanding about something and I don't do it in the way that makes someone comfortable and I'm trying to educate that person on something, then I I need to own that. Yeah. And I need to say, hey, I'm really sorry. Can you tell me what you would prefer? Yeah. I think that we are not specifically saying that everybody out in the world needs to speak like sex professionals. Right. But what we are saying is kind of just warning of the dangers of using slang and mm-hmm. maybe taking a step and looking at what you are saying and how that might come across to another person and where that might lead to some confusion. Um, And, and I think that, you know, because we always preach on this show, you know, and we do, we get preachy about it, about like communicating with your partner and telling them what you want and what you need and all this stuff. Well, you know, if you're telling them and you're using clinical specific terms, they're going to know what you're, what you mean, you know, they're, they're going to understand a lot easier than if you're like, you know, Oh, I want you to, I don't know, tickle my my gooch or something, (laughs) And then someone's like, well, I don't know what, what's what's a gooch? gooch? Like, I don't know what that is, you know? So. But it's kind of like, it's like, oh, touch my, touch my pee, right? Not your literal P-E-E, but like touch, you know, pee-pee. And and (laughs) the person's like, just touch it. And you're like, no, well, I met my clitoris. Well, then say your clitoris. Like, like say what you need. Like, I think that when language is a powerful tool yeah, and it gives us the ability to say what we need in the world. And the possibility to get that need met. Does it mean that it's always going to be met? I'm not saying because you say touch my clitoris that it's going to be touched in the way you need it. But I'm saying if you say that, you'll get closer to it. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So that being said, like, I find (laughs) that I'm really bad at slang. Like, just in general, I think I always have been really bad at slang. Um, Urban Dictionary is my friend. When I'm talking (laughs) to people, I'll be like, I don't know what that is. Look it up on my phone really quick and be like, oh, you meant this. So um, let's. So you brought a book I in. So did. let's test ourselves on some some slang sex terms and see how well we do. Okay. I don't know. I don't really know much about this book, so I don't know like how well we may or may not do. Okay. This is what is it? Cleus. Cleus. Cleus Press. Is that what this is? Yeah. yeah Cleus Press. Um, sectionary. Okay. And it says um, uh, sectionary <laughs> noun one. A dictionary of all sex terms you want to know, including sexual identities, positions, fetishes, and more. All right. Okay. I'm going to make a sound on here, and it's going to be me flipping the pages. <laughs> I feel I feel like bibliomancy yeah. is like the way to go with okay. this. All right, okay. Cool. All right. Here we go. Oh, wait. I don't know this one. <laughs> okay. What is it? Solo poly. 
Oh, I know what solo poly is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So that's like, so I would say that that goes from slang to jargon. That's just okay. like polyamory jargon. So, okay. so, so tell me if I'm right. Solo poly is a person who is polyamorous, meaning doesn't have monogamous relationships, but also doesn't have like any primary partners and lives like on their, you know, on their own and dates multiple people. So they wouldn't be like, um, you know, living with a partner or anything like that, but they would have a lot of partners. Is that like, did I get it kind of close? Kind of. Okay. Okay. Very close. I feel like it's hard hard to explain. All right. So So a type of polyamory where one person seeks out multiple sexual partners, but will not engage in traditional romantic partnerships with any of their sex partners, instead choosing to focus emotional energy on the self. Yeah. I think that's fair. Cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, I want to do one. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to wreck this. (laughs) I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say things like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. And then you'll give me the answer. <laughs> Your face is like telling me I will not know this. Okay, go ahead. Golden screw. Is that where someone pees in your, pees in your um, rectum? No. I have no idea. It what? does have to do with pee, though. Okay, so golden screw. Pees in the vagina? Yeah, kind of. So it says a sex act in which one releases urine instead of ejaculate upon orgasm. Well, that's just inappropriate. So I think he's somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, somewhere. Like, so is that a mistake that's that's happening, or is that like, like, is that a controllable thing, or is that like a medical term? Yeah, I don't know because so gold, right? I know, like doctor. Every time I try to ejaculate, I pee. Um, You have a golden screw because. <laughs> because right under it is golden shower, okay, so. which is where one partner urinates on another. Other. So this is like, I guess, so here's where the slang thing comes in. It's unclear to me if this means you pee inside of a person. I think it is. During penetrative sex. I think it or is. Or you think you're going to come and then you pee on accident or something. No. No. I think it's on purpose. And is I... this a person with a penis peeing instead of ejaculating or is this a, a person with a vagina peeing instead of ejaculating? Oh, hmm. that's interesting. Okay. okay. All right. Turn. Turn in. Okay. <laughs> this is fun. It is fun. And I have to read this book. <laughs> I can't, I don't even know how to say this word. Okay. But I landed there. Okay. Say it for me. Sapphic? Oh, sapphic. Okay. Uh-huh. Sapphic. Okay. I, yeah. Well, well, we, okay. We're both have been sapphic before. <laughs> so, all right. It is an adjective for any sex act involving two women. Mm-hmm. The word is a homage to the Greek poet Sapphio. Who was believed to be a lesbian. Right okay. on. Right on. Sapphic. Sapphic. Okay. See, that one, yeah, that was okay. an easy one. That, that was, was an good. easy one. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, let me do another one. Okay, do okay. another one. Pick a hard one. Okay. Somehow. Suplex? I don't know. I what? Okay. An oral sex position where the giving partner sits on the edge of a low bed or chair. What? And the receiving partner lies down in front of them. Placing their buttocks on the giver's lap and spreading their legs. The giving partner can then initiate oral sex while remaining seated. I don't understand. I uh, I'm supposed okay. I'm just supposed to know yeah, what we, that means. Yeah, like yeah. So right say it again, because I'm not I'm, an oral sex position where the giving partner sits on the edge of a low bed or chair. So they're sitting on the edge of mm-hmm, something. Right. Then the receiving partner, so the giving partner is sitting on the edge. The receiving partner lies down in front of them. 
placing their lap or placing their buttocks on the giver's lap. Yeah. And spreading their legs so that their their zone is in front of them on the lap. Right. And the giving partner can initiate oral sex while remaining seated. But that means that you would have to be able to yeah. like bend all the way down and reach, right? Yeah. And where are you giving oral sex? Are you just doing? Are you doing the anus? Are you like what are you? What are you? What are you doing? That's confusing. That's very confusing. I don't think that okay. makes any sense. All I right. think that was a miss. You want to do one more? I want to do one more, but I do want to say that like part of the process of reading that, what I'm finding is that I'm trying to think about it as I'm reading it. I'm trying to visualize these positions right. of what they're talking about, and it's a little confusing yeah, for absolutely. me. Absolutely. Like I don't know. okay, okay, orgasm. I'm sorry, I just snorted on air. Um, Corgasm. Like when you do something with your abs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's close. It says an orgasm that is induced by exercise. Oh. Corgasms are often experienced by those with kinesophilia. See page 89, so I'm going to look at that in a second. But may also simply occur during a very pleasurable type of exercise. Like what? I don't know, because exercise is not pleasurable for me. It does. After a <laughs> while, it becomes great. But usually I'm doing, oh, I guess squats. <laughs> okay. Kinesophilia me. is a fetish for movement or exercise. One's own or partner's, including workouts like running, spinning, or any kind of cardio routine. What? A fetish for exercise? I know. There's I a- wish that was my fetish, because then I could go exercise. And I know. That fit. would be. I hate the gym. So, so. So there are people who go to the gym and get sexually aroused at the gym by not even seeing another person who they find attractive, but just the fact that they're exercising. Interesting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the Cleus Press sectionary. There's a lot to learn in there. There is. It's actually pretty good. It's actually a pretty good book. It's cool. The product that we are going to review is the Handy Pop Edible Hand Job Massage Gel. And this is by, who do you? Sensuva. Sensuva. So yes. And we did strawberry flavor. Strawberry flavor. First impressions. I don't trust it because I don't trust things that are edible. They're like usually when I try edible things, they don't taste good. So that was my first impression. And also the bottle has this like swirly design on it and it looks like peppermint swirls. But it's not peppermint flavor. Yes, <laughs> so that's true. That's, that's like true. weird to me. That's very um, true. Yeah, that was my first impression. Okay. So, oh, and sorry. And, and I thought ahead. that it would get sticky. That was my other impression. Okay. All righty. So I was, my first impression was different. I thought it had a cute package because it was strawberry. And so it had the swirls. And I like peppermint. So okay. I thought cool. it didn't bother me. <laughs> um like, it, okay. I mean, it's a little plastic package. Yeah. So, it, so it comes in a little uh, small foil packet or it yeah. comes in a four ounce bottle. We yeah. tried the foil packet, but now in the studio I have a bottle here just to look at for reference. So, right. um, okay, cool. All right. So design, um, I gave it a seven because I just don't like the swirly design. It looks juvenile to me. Um, and I don't know, that just bothers me for some reason. So I just wasn't really a huge fan of it. And, um, yeah, that's it. I don't know. So I just didn't like it. Yeah. And I, um, I gave it a, um, design, I gave it a five. However, I'm going to say that it's 
piggybacked on something else. I gave it a low score because of the design. The actual use, like how the design works of the actual package. Yeah, I um, I did that too. Okay. And I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we'll get okay. to it in the yeah, next we'll one, get to right? it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why mine was left to. So user-friendliness. So when I graded my user-friendliness, I kind of graded it based on the bottle and not on the little packet. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, you open whatever vessel it's in. You put it on the skin. You know, you're supposed to... It's a hand job gel. So you're supposed to put it on a penis and you're supposed to do the hand job. Um, I don't give hand jobs in my life. So I just <laughs> was like, oh, it's like an edible massage gel. So I just put it on the skin and rubbed it around. So for user friendliness, I gave it a nine based on the bottle having a click top. Um, because the what I imagine is that, you know, if you wanted to reapply or something, you would have sticky shit all over your hands and you'd have to get it all over this bottle and unclick it and open it in order to get you know, more as opposed to um, a pump top where you could just one hand pump it because mm-hmm. I love pump tops. Yeah, exactly. Um, user friendliness, I gave it a four because of the foil. Yeah. I had to go find it was like an episode of something crazy because I'm like, oh, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to. And all I kept doing, I was like, why isn't this opening? I ended up having to get scissors mm-hmm. and then it like popped out when I cut it with this. It was just like, it's yeah. not like, I think the bottle for, because the bottle would most likely be for home use. Right. But in my head, because it's a little foil wrap, I'm thinking this is someone on the go. Right. Like they're like, I'm going to go get a hand job in the car right now. <laughs> so I need this product. And some scissors. And some scissors. <laughs> yeah. And some napkins. Yeah, <laughs> it's really. like a messy product. Yeah, so. I couldn't even tear the foil open with my teeth. Like I was like struggling. So yeah, that was that was an issue. Um, okay, accessibility. Um I gave it a 10 only because, like, using the actual product, once you get it out of the packet or the um, the bottle, wherever you can reach is where it goes. Like, mm-hmm. it's not hard to use this thing. So yeah. I gave it a 10. I gave it a 10 as well because okay. it, it's accessible. Once you once you break a jaw oh, trying to open it, <laughs> it's really easy to use. Yeah. Cool. Um, fun factor. What did you get? I gave it a 3. It was okay. not fun. Well- <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you give it a three? Well, one, I, I I didn't know how to well, I had kind of the same without you know, I can't be really transparent why it didn't work, but I was not able to use it in the way that it was needed to be used. And so I'm like, okay, so how else would someone use this? And there's only one way to really use it, I guess, unless you're gonna massage with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think of that. Yeah. So okay. I was like three, because I'm just have this on my hand now and I'm just it was <laughs> It lathered my hand, not lathered, but it like smoothed my hands out a little bit, but that was about (laughs) it. Um, I gave it a seven. I guess I just assume some people might think it's fun, but like to me personally, I don't see where the fun is in rubbing like flavored gel all over someone's member. And I, um, I don't know. That just doesn't seem fun to me at all. And I don't, I don't. And even if I was to use it as like a massage gel and like massage it into somebody's like shoulders, like what then I'm supposed to lick your shoulders? Like, I don't know. I guess that might be cool, but it just doesn't sound fun to me. So I think though it could possibly be enjoyable. Um, it just, 
like there was just so many factors to this one product review to yeah. me that like I was like like usually a lot of those things I can do myself. Yeah. But I actually needed a someone with yeah. a penis. Yeah. Totally. And I'm like I I don't okay. Yeah. So I'm just holding it in my hand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um okay. Uh material. Um I gave it an 8 just because um it has it's it's completely edible and yet it has dimethicone and tea tree oil in it. Now I'm not sitting here sipping this through a straw, so it's okay to ingest that, I guess. Dimethicone is a type of silicone for those that don't know. But it's just like that's just weird to me. I don't know. I don't want to eat tea tree oil. Yeah, that's I, all. So I gave just, it. A, I was weirded out. <laughs> I gave it a. What did I give it? I gave it a four. Mm. Um, and I think it's because of those two things. Mm-hmm. I, I was. I was. I think that, that we need to really start looking at like we ingest those things. Yeah. And I don't ingest tea tree oil. Yeah. Like I really don't. Yeah. And so, um, and then the um silicone part of it. What say it again? Dimethicone. Dimethicone. Um, dimethicone. No, like yeah. I don't. I don't ingest those things. Yeah. Like they. And I also don't use those um dimethicone for my vagina mm-hmm. either. So yeah. I, yeah. I'm really weird about products and ingredients and products that people tell me are safe to use without giving me real information on the product. Right. So. Yeah. So just kind of looking at the ingredients, I was just like, I don't really see why some of this stuff has to be in here. Um, so I don't know. Also, it has sucralose, which mm-hmm. it's not meant for internal use. So if it has sucralose, it's not meant for internal use. That's fine. But anytime something that I'm supposed to put all over my body has sucralose in it, I'm just I'm like, oh, like, oh, be careful. So, you know? So. so here's the weird thing about that. And it being on the penis, it's great if the penis is circumcised. Mm. If it's not circumcised, that gets into the hood of the penis. All right. So throw back to last episode. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, All right. So where were we? Taste slash texture. I gave it a three. Um, It tasted okay. Texture was like, it was a lotion-y kind of texture. So it was fine, but I didn't like it. I didn't like how it tasted. Like it did leave like a aftertaste mm-hmm. and I don't like that. Yeah. So it, it didn't work for me. Uh, the texture for me was like totally fine. Like it okay. wasn't sticky. I thought it was going to be sticky. I really did. And yeah. it's um, everything about this bottle tells me it's going to be sticky and it's not sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the texture was totally fine. Really smooth. Glides across the skin. Your skin feels like kind of soft afterwards. Um, the taste was where it got me. And so I just didn't like that taste. Now I think some people might like strawberry flavor. So, you know, that's fine. Um, it was really sweet, Mm -hmm. too sweet for me. And then it left that, that, yeah, like sugar aftertaste, like, but not in a good way. And the other flavors that it comes in are orange creamsicle. Um, I know there's cotton candy and I want to say like a, brown sugar or like butter rum or something and those are all just weird flavors to me yeah i just don't know why so i know yeah (laughs) no tropical fruit yeah really um okay sensation quality for some reason i scored that really high and i think because when i put it so when i think about sensation because there really is no other thing but texture for this sensation Um, it, it was really smooth. It wasn't, it wasn't, so I gave it an eight, like it's smooth. It's not rough. Um, um, and yeah, so I gave it an eight. I I agree. I gave it a nine. Okay. If someone were to give me a massage with this, or I were to give someone a massage with this, it would feel comfortable. Yeah. I'm okay okay with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, versatility. 
I gave it a five because it really does one thing. Mm -hmm. It does two things. So I think you can massage with it and then you can use it for a hand job Mm -hmm. or possibly like a blow job as well if you choose to do that. So. Mm Yeah, yeah, I gave it a three, so okay. I was just being more harsh, but same thing. Like, it really, you can't really use it for anything else. Yeah. Unless you're going to be, like, fucking weird and put it on your ice cream, but, like, don't do that, please. Oh, yeah, don't I do don't that. know. People do that sometimes. No, I know. It's weird. I know. People do all kinds of things. <laughs> Sorry, not to judge. I guess if you're going to do that, it's fine, but it's not food, so it's don't not do that. Food. I don't know. Um, okay. Go to Walgreens. Get food. Right. Um, travel friendly. I gave it an eight. Me too. I gave it an eight also. Um, If you're taking the bottle, you can put it in your carry-on suitcase, and that would be a fun thing to take on vacation. If you got the packets, even better. That can be Mm -hmm. in your carry-on. Fun thing to take on vacation. Exactly. I think it's meant for... It's not meant for, but I think it's perfectly suited for, like, a weekend getaway item to take with you, so... Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, for cost. So the little foil packets that we tried... uh, come out at two dollars mm-hmm. and this four ounce bottle comes out at about 18 and change um how did you feel about cost i gave cost a four because of the bigger bottle i don't think that there is enough product in it to warrant that price to be honest yeah um mine was a six but i feel the same way i think that i could get a four ounce bottle of something else that tastes better and mm-hmm. i would be more comfortable using so yeah um, exactly that's how i feel about that cool All right, so um, my final score was 7.3. Mine was (laughs) 5.4. Oh, wow. (laughs) All right, last impressions you want to share? Yeah, um, I I, I think that if I were with a partner that had a penis, um, I I would try a small one. But um, I, again, like you, I, I feel that there are better pro- products out there that are actually a little more natural, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of just feel the same way. It just doesn't like it doesn't appeal to me. Like we were excited to try something edible because we're talking about talking. So mm-hmm. we were like mouths, something to do with that. So um, but this product in general just doesn't really like appeal to me like at all. But I can see it appealing to other people. Mm-hmm. So if it sounds like something that you want to try and those flavors I said sound good to you because they sound good to some people, like definitely give it a shot, buy the little foil and try it out and see what you think. Cause yeah, it's like a massage lotion. Like yeah. good. So yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah totally. This week for our sex position of the week, I brought back out my sex fortunes uh, tarot cards for lovers, and we're going to pick another one of these and read our sex fortune. Okay, I am pulling a card. This one feels called to me. And it is called Three of Flesh Swords. (laughs) Three of Flesh Swords. All right. And it looks... (laughs) Interesting. I'm looking at it right now, and the penetrating partner is straddling on top of the receiving partner. The receiving partner is laying on their back with their legs actually crossed at the ankles. Hmm. So okay. it's going to cross a little over at the knee. Yeah, I'm into that. And then, um, so I think it's one of those positions where you would have to be penetrated first and yeah. then cross and then over. Cross. Yeah. I, otherwise, okay. it would be hard to enter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's rain. On the, so I guess you're supposed Sexy. to do this in the rain. Sex in the rain. Yeah, so. they're like on the clouds in the rain. <laughs> I like this card because flesh swords is slang for penis. 
going back to our slang <laughs> right. theme. Yes. Um, so, yeah, no, that looks good. And then the penetrating partner is on top, you know, since they're on top and the, the chest of the receiving partner is open, they're kind of able to, um, you know, play around up there, which is pretty cool. And then I think crossing your legs like that, if you're being penetrated, um, can create for like a mm-hmm. tighter feeling and a tighter mm-hmm. experience. And that looks really fun. Um, you could also get stimulation because the, the penetrating partner is a little further back mm-hmm. so in the thrusting motion um the clitoris could possibly get stimulation oh, as well yeah absolutely what does um what does three of swords mean tarot wise do oh, you want to like lay some I, on us or you don't I, know no like <laughs> okay. I, really, I i am so bad like i have every tarot deck in the history of time and it like it's like what's the three of swords swords are swords i'm like so bad at tarot the three of flesh swords Are you feeling anything calling I you right am. now? I kind of am. I think that words matter mm-hmm. is what I would, I would come to my head. What's coming to my head is that what we say to another person, regardless of what we're doing with that person really matters. So mm-hmm. if you are having an intense sexual experience, either by yourself or with another person and language is just flying, dirty talk is just going, that's great. But remember when you're done that that is a person. Yeah. So I think that we need to like make sure that like there are boundaries Mm -hmm. and the language that we use, particularly around sex, because we can be really free with that thinking that we're woke and, you know, we're free and we and there might be someone you don't know their story Mm -hmm. and that could be something that could be hurtful to them. Mm -hmm. So I think just like approaching the language with compassion and then also if you want to get the freak on make sure the other person's down with that too <laughs> not everyone wants to be called a name in bed yeah i like that and i like um that phrase you said approaching the language with compassion so yeah i want to like second that and put power behind that is approaching your language with compassion if we speak with compassion you know then things will be Good. I don't know. You're going to put that goodness out into the world. And so, you know, the think of the ways that you can speak with compassion and how to portray that in the mm-hmm. way that, it, that you're talking. Yeah. So, yeah. That's nice. nice. So this has been it for our sexy, dirty talking <laughs> slang episode <laughs> of the Broads and the Bees. Um, I want to thank so much the Scavengers Network for having us on. That's all I got. Yeah, I think I think we're good. Okay. I think we're good. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I've been Morgan Spatola. I'm Joy Sass. And have a happy, healthy, sexy week. Bye. Flying through the sky, here we're burning right. You're never gonna stop us with the brightest light. Think about the times you nearly fell apart. Well, now we're so alive with the wildest buzz. Spending every night with my summer breeze. Cool young and free, pure energies. Playing all the songs that we want. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.
Do you like making fun of really, really bad ghost hunting shows? There's one in particular we enjoy making fun of. It's called Ghost Adventures, and it includes things such as... Bad fashion sense. Grown men yelling at nothing. Outrageously large belt buckles. Too much hair gel. And unfortunately, a lot of really cringy, painful, and socially unaware stuff, too. I'm Cassie. And I'm Max. We're the hosts of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. Find Insanely Haunted for free wherever you get your podcasts.